0: Thank you. RPC Sermons Podcast. Today's episode is a special episode from our Facebook Live series entitled Closing the Distance. These are unscripted conversations with the pastors of RPC and various special guests reflecting on topics from our ongoing sermon series. If you're interested in learning more about this community of faith, visit roswellprez.org.
1: Good morning. This is Jeff Myers, one of the pastors here at Roswell Presbyterian Church for our weekly Closing the Distance conversation. I'm here with Daniela and Nicholas, some of our summer interns. It's so good to see you guys. Are you guys having a good summer so far?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. I've been loving it here at RPC. Thank you for having us today.
1: Okay, Daniela, what, uh, what ministry area are you uh, serving in this summer?
2: I am doing children's ministry this summer. And I am working super closely with our fourth and fifth graders. I do Word Wednesdays with them. And I also help assist teach Sunday school and preschool Sunday school as well.
1: So we're keeping you busy.
2: Yes. And I love it.
1: <laughs> good, good. Nicholas, what, uh, what ministry area are you serving in?
0: Uh, I'm serving in the mission outreach programs, uh, pretty much getting the community involved in the church, uh, coming up with plans and parties and ideas.
1: Plans and parties. I love it. Yeah. Okay, Nicholas, uh, you just graduated from high school, right?
0: Yeah. Where did you
1: graduate from?
0: Uh, I graduated from Spryberry High School. Did you like it? It was all right. It was a good couple of years.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, do you wish there were five years you could have been there?
0: Yeah, yeah. I was a freshman, you know, rushing to be a senior, but I'm a senior and I wanted to be a freshman, so.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Very good. Very good. You're going to Georgia State in the fall, correct?
0: Yes, sir. Do
1: you know what you hope to study?
0: Uh, I got accepted into the pre-med in biology program. So. Wow. So you're going to spend a lot of time in the library studying.
1: Pretty much always. <laughs> Danielle, where did you grow up? Did you grow up
2: in the Roswell area? I grew up in Marietta and I went to Wheeler High School.
1: Oh, Wheeler. Okay. So did you know our uh, very beloved John Perry, director of music there?
2: Yes, I did. I have known John Perry since I was 14. He saw me every day in high school. Oh, wow.
1: And small he vouched for you.
2: Yes, I know. Yeah. Small, small world that it worked out, but now I'm working with him all over again.
1: Great. And where where are you in school?
2: I'm at Kennesaw State and I'm studying journalism.
1: Oh, very cool. What do you hope to do with that? Do you want to be a journalist?
2: Yes. You know, that is the plan. That is the plan. Um, but really, wherever I'm Called. I love all aspects of journalism. I love writing. I love print. I'm super interested in broadcast because I really like to talk. So we'll see where <laughs> I end up.
1: That's very good. Well, you're a very good talker. Well, I think one of the interesting, one of the fascinating things I've really loved about getting to know you both and know your stories is your origin stories. Like a lot of different things, events had to happen to people in your life to bring you here to, to RPC. I mean, you could have almost ended up anywhere else in the world, and I want people to appreciate that. Nicholas, uh, tell me about your journey and your family's journey to come to America and here to uh, RPC.
0: Uh, so pretty much, uh, it was hard over there because uh, my parents were Christians and they were very active in the church.
1: And where were they?
0: Uh, in Iran, Tehran.
1: In Iran, Tehran, okay.
0: Yeah, So, um, and the government didn't like that, so we kind of just decided to risk everything and start a new life. Uh, So we moved to Turkey uh, and then through there there were programs that could have involved us in stuff that uh, we could have moved to different countries because Turkey wasn't really our final destination. We're planning on going to anywhere else in the world except Turkey. So we stayed there for like two years, but at the end of the two years, uh, one of the agents from the American embassy uh interviewed us and our stories got checked down and everything so they were like yeah come to America and then when we got here we first went to New York City it was great for like two days but it was still great uh but yeah, we moved down to uh Roswell and we uh, found an apartment in Roswell and that's how I met you guys and came to Roswell Presbyterian Church
1: how long ago was that
0: uh when I got here to America, it was eight years ago.
1: Wow. That's what a, what a great story of uh, uh, coming to America. And, uh, you know, it's so good to hear that. And I, I think a lot of people probably wouldn't know that about you, Nicholas. So I'm so thankful that you share your story with us. Yeah. Daniela, you kind of have somewhat of a similar story. Uh, your parents uh, tell us how you ended up here at RPC and in America.
2: Yeah, it is a series of a lot of events. So my background is: my mom is from Mexico City, and my dad is also from Tehran, Iran. Such a small world.
1: Did your parents know each other?
2: No, no, no they do I don't, not. I
1: don't think so. I mean, Maybe.
2: Not that we know of.
1: How, many know. Live in, how big is Tehran? I've never been. Uh, it's pretty big. I mean, yeah,
2: pretty bustling city. Oh yeah. But like, who knows?
1: Is it as big as Atlanta, or is it bigger? What would uh, you say? I think it's
0: about Atlanta. Okay.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So France. pretty big city. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, my dad is from Tehran and he grew up there up until he was 18. Once the Iranian revolution happened in 1979, he had to flee the country for multiple reasons. His family was under attack. And so him and his three other siblings were sent to different countries in the world to not be seen together. So long story short, my dad was uh, sent to London knowing no English, lost his family, his country, and eventually ended up here. He moved to New York for a bit in a similar fashion. (laughs) Yes. And he ended up in Los Angeles, loved Los Angeles because it has an incredibly large Persian population. They call it Uh. Perangeles because of that. (laughs) And So, yes, and then my mom grew up in Mexico City. They ended up meeting by pure chance in Vegas from opposite ends of the world. That's
1: Las Vegas.
2: Yes, (laughs) Las Vegas. That's right. And what
1: uh, uh, us be specific, what night did they meet?
2: They met New Year's Eve, Caesar Palace going into the year 1991. (laughs) A lot of. It's incredible. Yes, my mom wasn't even supposed to be in Vegas. Neither was my dad. He asked for her number. She wrote down a fake number, scratched it out. Long story short, they ended up here in Atlanta because my dad got a job here. Uh, They got married pretty quickly and had me. And so we ended up moving to Marietta. And I ended up here in RPC because of my connection with John Perry from high school. And here I am with you guys today. That's awesome
1: wow what a, new year's eve las vegas and our iranian man it's well that's an american story america love story that's I love right i love it well as you guys are serving this summer nicholas what do you look forward to um to making an impact and doing this summer
0: um i'm looking forward to uh getting the community involved in the church um ever since covid hit everything just been around the place, like we lost a lot of connections. But uh, me and Pastor Dan and Clara, uh, we're coming up with plans and ideas to get them back involved in the community. So that's pretty much it. But yeah. And
1: are are you go? What what, what kinds of stuff are
0: you going to be doing specifically in the coming weeks? Oh uh, well, this Monday we're having a Fourth of July party. But it's on it's on the third, but it's for Fourth of July. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'll, we have like about 100 people attending so that's a pretty good start for a first event yeah where's the party going to be oh uh, it's going to be in the roswell housing authority uh this monday from four to six
1: and that's on the other side of the cemetery from roswell Presbytery, yeah right the the church yes. building and what are you guys going to do you guys going to shoot off any fireworks
0: oh uh, yeah that's the plan yeah we got fireworks food balloon twisters line dancing face oh. painters. yeah so come by Yeah, if you
1: Okay, very cool. On the third. Now, Daniela, what are you what are you looking forward to do this summer? What what are you doing day to day?
2: Well, I am most looking forward to continuing to connect with these kids. Uh, specifically the fourth and fifth graders, since they're going into this very exciting leadership role. They feel very grown up, which they are. I I want to connect with them and instill in them that they are representatives of their school, and more importantly, leaders in Christ, and to show everyone uh, the kindness uh, in a similar fashion to Jesus. Um, And I want them to remember that they should always be themselves. I I take pride. I believe that I am a very genuine person, and I want these kids to see that in me and understand that they can be themselves and that there's a, a place for them anywhere if they are themselves. So- Definitely, yeah, connecting with the kids. And what I do day to day, um, Wednesdays, I host the word Wednesdays with the fourth and fifth graders. Like I said, I teach Sunday school. Right now, I'm helping decorate the elementary hall. So I have fingerprints sort of everywhere around children's ministry.
1: When you, when I you know, I don't spend a lot of time in the children's ministry. I mean, I, I spend a lot of time with the staff, but, and I think that's probably true for a lot of our congregation members and a lot of folks who are listening. What are some of the challenges that our young people are dealing with right now, Daniela, as you kind of have observed them and around, especially coming out of COVID and, you know, doing ministry, what, in what ways do we need to serve them and help them in, in the challenges of their lives?
2: Yeah, well, I will say a big thing is comparison, specifically mm-hmm. in the age of social media. It's very hard to escape. I mean, we live in a digital world. But specifically for children growing up and their minds are so impressionable, the comparison game I've noticed is very strong. And then they get down on themselves. And as we know, comparison is the thief of joy. So like what I mentioned is I I think one of the biggest ways we can help minister them is for all of them to understand we are all completely unique individuals that have these God-given talents, I believe, and we're all here placed on this world to help one another with this unique skill set that we each have, so for them to understand that they there's, there's no other person that's exactly like them, and they have these specific skills to help other people, so the comparison game won't work because there is no other, you know, there's no other Nicholas ever in the world, or no other Daniela, or no other Jeff. So yep. that's that's what I want them to understand. And that's a big task, but little by little I think we can get there.
1: And there's no other Jeff. Some people say thank heavens. <laughs> <laughs> now you said uh comparison is the thief of joy. I love do you say that sound then rolled off your tongue. Do you say that a lot?
2: Got that off of a Pinterest quote. It's <laughs> definitely floating around there on the internet, but it is true. It is the thief of joy because it just doesn't work. All it does is put you down.
1: Well, I may have to quote you because that's a very good, as the great Daniela once said, comparison is the thief of joy. Yes,
2: definitely give me credit. Well, that's ethical journalism right there. I,
1: you know me, I'm an ethic, I try to be an ethical preacher. Uh, <laughs> Um, Nicholas, when you think about, you know, the families and the young people that you're working with, um, often with, you know, struggling with really unique um, circumstances and challenges and difficulties, what are some of the um, challenges and difficulties you think we can be praying for, working to solve, uh, that we need to know about?
0: Um, I see a lot of financial issues within these families uh and especially like since they're going back to school and everything they want new clothes new shoes new book bags and everything uh and some are going to college or high school so po- probably new like a pc or something uh but mostly i guess their health is more important because mm-hmm. uh, some of them are living in bad communities uh so their health they should value that more than objects
1: yeah absolutely absolutely Well, when you guys think about your future, I just, you know, you guys, two young people, you got so much ahead of you. What are your hopes and dreams for your futures? Um, You know, maybe that's a career, maybe that has to do with family, but when you think about your future, what do you look forward to? Danielle?
2: What I look forward to, well, I think with anything I do, because no one really knows how their life is going to pan out, like we all have a plan they say you make a plan and God laughs, right? Mm-hmm. So I truly have no idea where I will end up, but with whatever I do, I'm just looking forward to, and it might sound cheesy, but just loving others in whatever field I'm in, as long as whatever impression I leave on someone, the impression is that I love them and that they know that they are loved, then that's, I mean, that's the best I can do, whether it be being a reporter and being the voice for the voiceless in these cases, or maybe I'll end up working in ministry, or who knows where I'll end up. As long as I know that I love them well and show them kindness, that's probably what I'm most looking forward to.
0: That's really awesome. Well, that's inspiring. How about you, Nicholas? Uh, well, since, um, since I got accepted into the biology program, now uh, I'm thinking of attending medical school and becoming a doctor.
1: Wow. Now, what kind of doctor would you want to be, do you think?
0: Uh, maybe like an anesthesiologist. Yeah. We want, yeah. want to put people to sleep. <laughs> well, in hoping that they wake up. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Yes, Nicholas. That, that's definitely my hope. But... We definitely want them to wake up. <laughs> yeah, but that's where I see it. But also, I want to you know grow with the community and be within this church. You know, I've been in this church for like eight years now, eight, nine years, and I've been running around this building, you know, being that little kid, but then growing up, being more mature, uh, there are a lot of kids that see me as leader, and they come to me, ask me for advice, and that's just really special to me. It means a lot.
1: Yeah, that's a huge, that's a huge honor, and you, you've earned it, so I really appreciate y'all. Well, when you think about Roswell Presbyterian Church, the church, what it... What advice would you give to us as we move into the future? You know, we've been around since 1840. And, um, you know, those, you know, when Roswell King and Reverend Platt planted the church, or Pratt planted the church, you know, in 1839, they probably had no idea what it would become. Well, when we think about, you know, 180, 200 years in the future, what are your hopes and dreams for our congregation?
0: Uh, I'm hoping that we continue to grow. That's one of the more important things that I see uh, because there are a lot of people that are living without Christ and it's, so I'm trying to like get people to be involved in the church. So as long as we continue to grow, um, I'm cool with that. Yeah, thanks Nicholas. How are you Danielle?
2: I was going to say no matter what we do, as long as we stay authentic, mm-hmm. I think things will continue to grow, you know, and not listening to whatever outside church, what they're doing, as long as we stay true to ourselves and what we know is right. Mm -hmm. I think authenticity is, yeah, yeah, definitely one of the keys and remaining genuine. That's a common theme of what I'm talking about, but yeah.
1: That's awesome. Well, that's very authentic to you. you. (laughs) Well, um, as we wrap up here, I, I did. I had my staff do some research, and there are 8.7 million people who live in Tehran today.
2: Pretty big city. It's
1: pretty big. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Pretty, uh, pretty big Atlanta,
1: city, place. yeah. Well, we, we are so glad you live here in, you know, Roswell, Atlanta, in Georgia. We're so thankful you're serving here at Roswell Presbyterian Church this summer. And we're thankful that you closed the distance with us this morning. We want the best for you. We're cheering you on. Know that the whole congregation is celebrating your ministries this summer. Uh, stay in touch, and I'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Yes, yeah, thank you, important. Jeff, for thank having you. us. Thank Have you. You weekend. too. Bye.
2: Bye.